smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down. Hello, let's do some grow talk here, guys. Grow talk. That's what we're talking about growing some fine cannabis after I read out of the ultimate dad joke book. Give me uh, one. Give me one, man. Where, okay. wait, that's something you get for your birthday, right? It was for Christmas, I think, yeah. from my daughter. Um, how do you fix a broken pumpkin, Scotty? Um, so pretty obvious. With a pumpkin patch. Mm-hmm. Jeez, that's pretty good. <laughs> that, that is pretty good, man. Can I use that one? We'll, we'll, we'll start. We'll, we'll. <laughs> How funny are mountains? They're, they're hill, hilarious. Hilarious. These are good. <laughs> Those are not good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right. You got to start them off. I got a dream with... book, man. I got a dream book recently. It's like a hundred of the most common dreams and what they really mean. And uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. I could probably have a bar one too, right? Isn't there a bunch of jokes that start off? All right. So the guy walks into a bar. I don't know one off the top. I bet you there are, man. But this is a Grow Talk show, so I'll give you a show rundown today, guys. If you haven't yet, please hop on over to dudegrows.com. Put up some grower questions. Use the search bar. Enjoy the DDC community helping growers out. We have a dank nug today titled Blueberry Muffin from Humboldt Seed Company, posted by that one grower guy, that one. Hey, that one. I've actually smoked yes. blueberry muffin and it's very delicious. Has a very distinct flavor. And I swear to God, once you hear that blueberry muffin, it reminds you of blueberry muffins. We have autoflower peer pressure <laughs> posted by one bird, two stoned. That's funny. <laughs> that is funny. Um, ceramic metal halide 630 watt or HLG 600. Hosted by Michigan FTW. What's FTW? Good question. Good question. I've been watching Family Feud lately, man. Uh, FTW mm-hmm. is for, for the, the win. win. Got it. Yes. Uh, awesome. I had to explain some of that. I, I can't remember. Very, I was talking to Bectopia this morning. She was t- showing me a grow hack. And I had to, uh, LMK, let me know. Mm. I feel like gotcha. now. Yeah, it's because I got a kid. She didn't Speaking- know anything. Of Bectopia, oscillate grow hack here, oscillating fan lube question mark, and as well two for another one by Sunny Bectopia. Boys sprouting up and showing off faster than girls question mark. Yes, that'll happen. I guess I shouldn't say question mark. Should be let me do that again here. Boys sprouting up and showing off faster than girls. That's pretty probably a question mark in there. There's a question mark in there. Excellent, excellent. Got to get my narration <laughs> down. Before we hop into the show, dudegrows.com forward slash support. Make sure you have your narration down. All right, man. <laughs> Let's just get that straight. Um, dudegrows.com forward slash support, guys, is where you can go to support listener supported show. Going on the eighth year here, coming at you, and we're coming at you with benefits. When you sign up, if you're a grower, first thing every month, we're hooking up grower hookups. This month, it is the sweet. AC Infinity Tent. It's a three by three grow tent with their four inch cloud line fan and fan controller. If you guys are already supporting the show, hop on over to Patreon, log in, go to the recent post. This one's pinned at the top and just make a comment there and you're entered to win. That's going for this full month. Best Coast genetic packs are hooked up by seeds here now for new members. 30% off recharge and grow dots from Scotty. Yeah, looking smooth there. I got it. Looking smooth. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I just want to say, these have the built-in radio. You get a you get a dad joke book for Christmas, and I got these. 
I was like, hey, <laughs> great. Thank you. I'll what wear them speakers everywhere. on them yeah. or something. Yeah, they have speakers built in. Sunglasses. I hope they're not Oakleys. Okay. That's all I say is I hope they're not Oakleys. They probably yeah, they, they would have been way too much. Sunglasses with speakers. All right. Uh, as well as the new Wish. show, guys, 420 Happy Hour happening every Friday for members. DGC Producers hanging out Pacific Time on Discord, uh, as well as, uh, yeah, hook up seeds. That show, every show that show, we're hooking up seeds as well. So getting the genetics out to people. You guys can catch that show. If you want to download them all, you guys can download them all. Just go into the show description and you'll see a link to the folder that has all the shows and a downloadable link. So you can listen to them whenever, however, wherever. Yes. And you'll get a free NFT of these glasses. I don't even, I still, Dude, I've I'm read articles. It. I've watched I videos. <laughs> I get, next, next wake and bake, man. I am going to show you the one NFT that I would actually buy. I was like, okay. wow. Okay. I get it. I would buy this thing. man. You're going to give a little breakdown. All right. I would just show uh, you when I show you this piece of art, you'll be like, okay, I would buy that. It's fucking cool. <laughs> 75 bucks maybe, but <laughs> All right, let's see who's growing some dank here. Don't forget, you DDC producers, man, help build the show. If you get grower questions up, send them over to me when you're logged in on Patreon as a message. I'll get them up on the show. Uh, you can also send me over things for Wake and Bake news, <laughs> what you guys want to hear, or some constructive criticism. You guys are producing. Believe that. Yes, All right. and I will say this, man. I never, I always forget to say this, but if you would leave a comment, if you would like, give a little thumbs up to the show. And if you would subscribe to the channel, that always helps. What I think is way more important than that is if you just tell somebody, if you know another grower that you think might dig on the show, just tell them about it. It's huge. That's huge. Are you a <laughs> huge is... guy or a huge guy? You're a huge, huge. guy because you're a herb guy. Mega. Uh, Dagnog here. Blueberry Muffin. Humboldt Seed Company. Posted by that one grower guy. You know, so, Humboldt Seed Company, friend of the show. That's old Nat over there. Young Nat's probably my age. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah, if you search, uh, actually, you did a great uh, breeder sit-in with that. So if you search out Humboldt Seed Company and Dude Grows, you will be able to find that if you're interested in learning more about Humboldt Seed know, Company. That was a good hang. Um, listen to this. this is an interesting description here. Blueberry muffin and good-looking nug. Grew crazy in veg. After being topped, she just wanted to grow horizontally. But when I threw her to flower, she blew me away. A quick flower time of 50 days on 12 cycle. The smell of freshly baked blueberry muffins is something I've never smelled from cannabis before. Frosty as hell, and I can't wait for the first taste. I'm using Floraflex as my main recipe and some Mars Hydro Lights. So this bud looks great. And that 50-day flowering time caught my attention, too. Yes. So I put a link here. I went over and uh, pulled it from HumboldtSeedCompany.com. And in their description... They, this is an indica dominant, sweet, strong blueberry scent, energizing F9 double breeding line for hybrid vigor and a 45 day. I think they're saying outdoors. They're giving an outdoor harvest time, but 45 day. Really, I would so think indoor would be a quicker harvest time. I've had 45 day plants before. They're fucking amazing. You can't believe your eyes. Uh, description here from Matt. Blueberry muffin is a company favorite. The seed produces plants that grow uniformly, which from seed, that's not always the case by any means, and produce frosty colas highlighted with purple flakes. The buds smell powerfully like fresh baked blueberry muffins, making the name of this strain a piece of muffin. <laughs> right. Nice. Yeah, beautiful. As soup, uh, we were hanging out 
think it was the Emerald Cup and soup showed off some of that blueberry muffins to me. And I do not have a great sense of taste and smell, but I could, I, I got it. I got that blueberry muffins. Uh, smell. Yeah, I'm going to look amazing. into, that's pretty dope, man, because 45 days, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just want to say it was real. We were in that conversation and Mike, just Mike is there. Who's a commercial guy from California from LA. And he goes, yeah, blueberry muffins taste fucking amazing. Blah, blah, blah. The name isn't there in California. It won't sell. They want all OGs. This is a what? few years ago, but it had everything to do the way LA is as trendy as it is. It's a name game there. And they're like, Oh, you don't have OG. Okay. Now nah, I'm not interested. It's a really, they don't care. <laughs> no, it's, it's, you, you, you don't have OG, you don't have runts, you don't have cookies. Like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it was weird. I'm like, dude, this weed is amazing. And my buddy's like, I won't grow it, man. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of ridiculous. I do um, I, I do like the the shorter flowering time on this, potentially. wonder if that might make it better or, or you know, if you're going to finish quicker here in British Columbia, if you have an earlier wetter fall coming. Oh, yeah, um, that's but it depends. Dope. You also got to see if it's powdery mildew resistant for outdoor. True, true. The name like that, Humboldt Seed Company. I would imagine they've tested it outdoors. Yes, yes. We'll inquire. Maybe we'll inquire. Okay, let's take it to the first grow talk question here. Autoflower peer pressure? Question mark. <laughs> I guess I'm not doing it right. Autoflower <laughs> peer pressure? I got to do like the body language and everything. <laughs> this is um, funny, man. Posted by one bird, two stoned. Do you think, man, can uh, uh, can plants be peer pressured? I wonder, man. Do they try to fit in? Let, let's go for it. What up, DTC? I'm growing four autos this cycle. Two banana and two white widow. Both from Crop King Seed. Growing in five-gallon fabric pots. What's your deal, with- man? What is it be like that? <laughs> Growing in five gallon fabric pots with ocean forest and a bit of added cocoa and perlite. All right. I had one banana and one white widow sprout on the same day. The second banana, two days later. Okay. And he says the um, the other white widow seed didn't sprout. So he popped another one right away to keep the difference between the two minimal. So I get it. Like you do want to have, if you, it'd be great if all of our seeds popped up at the same time. Um, but so that one now that is so it sprouted six days later. So again, two white widow autos, two banana autos. I don't know. That's not crazy far amount apart for seeds no. to pop. No, you can get three or four days just on a normal pack. Not nah, two or three days, I would say. So um, but the first what twelve he, hours. And what he's concerned is the white widow that is was the the one that was popped six days after the other is now. Uh, how many days into flower? Excuse me. Looking at these pictures down here at the bottom. Um, it don't matter. It looks completely different. The others is what? Maybe two weeks in the flower. The others are starting to show their pistols and whatnot. And this this thing's just leafy as all hell. And so here, I, yeah. yeah, the last two pics, the white widow that was 39 days in the bloom is showing a lot more flower than the white widow at 45. What, so and the it's question, not, and it's not thirty nine days into bloom. It's thirty nine days yeah, since it popped. Right. The other one's forty five days and isn't flowering yet. And that's just something. I think the the answer to this question is actually in the first sentence. Um, Crop King Seeds is not known for the best seeds in the world. Uh, and in auto flowers, there can be a lot of genetic variability. A lot. Even like in good auto flowers, man. And it's not that they're getting a, a signal from the other plants or anything like that. It's a genetic time clock going on inside of them when they're ready to flip to flower. 
So no, this is just genetic variability in the seed stock. What if they were in a bed? Could plants get signals to each other <laughs> more if they're in a shared root zone and the rhizospheres are intermingling? Talking I'm to sure each other? they do have they're... signals to each other, but it's like you signaling to me, hey, grow taller. Come on, grow taller, man. I'm growing taller. And I'm or like, I fucking can't. I classic example is when you're mowing the grass, the smell of fresh cut grass is the grass that you've just cut, letting the other grass know that like you're about to get messed up by something. Um, so like there is some signaling that goes on between plants and the roots, but it's not a signal like, uh, Hey, let's flower now. Like that's a genetic signal or a photo period signal, like in the, in the phytochrome in the plant. And you guys remember we were talking about magic and you know, whatever, all that kind of unexplained stuff. I remember I'm reading this book something, damn it. I need to give it a good, it's badass book. Something about the trees, (laughs) something, something about the trees. And, um, He's talking about the whole uh, chapter yesterday was electromagnetic fields and that uh, everything conducts a little bit of electricity and the plants conduct electricity too. You know, and it was really interesting. Just these specific, I don't know. They, that's how they think that they talk to each other. Well, I mean, part of it do communicate. Think, just what you said there. Think about it. Uh, pure water doesn't transfer electricity through it. Right. Uh, higher concentrations of salt in the water transfers more and more electricity. That's exactly what we're measuring. Uh, parts per million when we use our little part, meter. Parts per million. Electrical don't... conductivity, EC. Exactly. And uh, higher BRICS plants have more, uh, a higher concentration of uh, nutrients in them. So they conduct more electricity than a plant that doesn't. Show officially hijacked. What do you think about this grow, Scotty? When we're reviewing this question, as far as it looks like he's in a, is that a three by three or four by four tent? You think? I don't, that's probably a four by four, but this is a really, or I'm dying to say something. You mind if I say something? <laughs> say I'm, something. I'm going to quote soup here, okay? Although sometimes the best thing to say is nothing at all. Yeah, Go but ahead. I can help. I can help <laughs> this guy. Um, I'm sorry, who is it? What, what is the name of the, of the grower of the DGC? Uh, this is from uh, two One birds, Bird, Two Stoned. One Bird's Two Stoned. I'm too stoned. I can totally help you get a lot of yield out of this grow. Don't grow autos. Soup taught, gave me these points. So I'm just quoting him. But when you have something like this, if they're not autos, you can let the other one catch up. You can train them. You can shape them. You can completely fill that canopy. And we are looking at one of these autos, guys. There's four plants in this tent. One of them's real. So it's like real small. It's not using nearly the benefit of soil volume or space it has to perform. And the other ones aren't that big. I mean, I would like you said, photos, you could fill this canopy nicely. Um, and use yes. some autos you probably could with as well. You know, there's but, like we said. Well, the, the difference here is in these autos are probably going to yield like an ounce total dried product at the end. It's where like, like if you blew up that that three by three or four by four yeah. uh, with photo period plants and you scrogged and you trained everything, like you could get a pound or pound and a half out of there. But the, he's a new grower, you know, so let him – I don't know. I would say just let them learn, fill up the canopy, kind of learn training techniques. And then once you're good, once you've got your veg on fire, where you're like, yo, I go from clone to solo cup without missing a beat or, you know, I just know how to veg. I got a 30 day veg system that just kills it, man. Then go to some autos, man. I like it. One bird, two stone about the author. I'm a Canadian rec grower that just likes to get high. Growing was always a dream but I was never able to do because of my situation. Now that I can, I dove in head first and haven't looked back. Excellent. Excellent, Well, you are, it looks like a nice setup. looks nice and bright in there. 
Uh, just a couple things I think you could change and you'll be blowing it up, man. Be getting high on your own supply. <laughs> Excuse me. All right, good comments, man. We've got some good comments here. Uh, first one from Tark3469. Talking about trimming last grow talk. Actually, yes. a little bit of trimming talk this talk as well with the trim machine, if you will. So, so my wife and I trimmed every day for eight to 10 weeks. Damn. And I'm telling you from this experience, don't Fuck. let your wife or girlfriend drink multiple bottles of wine. It's a nightmare, and I end up trimming it all. <laughs> so Who the hell trims 10 weeks with their wife and still stays married, man? I mean, quarantine <laughs> was bad enough, you know? So wow, trimming party you got rules. A great relationship. Did you Heart. put these rules on here, Scotty? The trimming party I did. rules? I was just, I've been to some serious trimming parties. I've ran 20 lighters before. And there's some rules that you kind of quickly figure out. And so no alcohol, man. That's an easy one. Just, you don't want people showing up with 12 or what are the big PBR? 20, 30 racks. 30 racks, yeah. It's no good, man. It's going to fuck up the vibe. And uh, just a rookie move is not to have enough scissors. You know, I have plenty yep. of scissors. The only alcohol should be the ones you're dipping the scissors in. Plenty of scissors, meaning everybody that ha is going to be trimming should have two scissors. Well, the one that's, they need one that's going to replace the gummed up one. And backups for when new people show up. When new people show up, you don't want them to be like, fuck, I don't have scissors for you. you know? <laughs> or you see somebody trimming with like the obvious, like big ass kitchen scissors. Yeah, <laughs> no good, man. When we were, and the Fiskers is what I use them small. Fiskers and go to Home Depot and get them or a, a supply or Amazon, whatever, or your local independent garden center. It's more yes, mom and pop, yes. but 20, 30 of those, man. Um, and I know people would think maybe that like, whatever, I'm from South Florida, like speed, letting people work all night or whatever. Uh, -uh no good. What is speed? Well, I'm saying like cocaine or something like that. Speed, so, literally any upper speed. Okay. I don't so know about Adderall, Adderall man. That's all oh, that's that is, Adderall man. is definitely. Speed. I might let people do that. <laughs> I'm not sure. I might that one let that one slide. That's speed light. Speed light, Scotty. I don't know. I think it's just time release legal speed. <laughs> it's kind of speed right, what else? over with, man. Uh, you give them all the weed they want, of course, man. And then you don't let them leave for food. Man. <laughs> you just have the girl bring in good food, man, you know? But you don't let them leave, man. No. Oh, and arrange parking too. That's another thing. If you're like actually doing it at the grow or something like that, or even at a trimming house that you don't normally have 12 cars at, then suddenly there's 12 cars. Yeah. Carpool. Yeah. Good suggestion. Yeah. Just fucking watch your shit, man. That's my, that's my commercial trimming party advice. Uh, and make sure you're going. So, I mean, if you're in deep in prohibition land, you want to go like kind of just directly home after that. Like you're going to smell. I mean, if you were to get potentially pulled over, did the, it depends on the strain, man. Yeah. But it might just well, be real stinky. Your clothes. You're in prohibition or... land. Don't go directly, directly home. home. Uh -uh. Like go, go club, and man. go <laughs> and make like four right turns yeah. so that like the only reason someone would be following you is if they're following you. Yeah. They're used to being oh. shown up smelling like drugs, man. Uh, all right, another comment from Robert Thurm. This is. Uh, I'm wondering if you guys have used these. Get a bowl trimmer with the fingers and make sure the fingers only touch the screen barely to give you an inch too much and the bugs will roll around like or the buds will roll around like crazy then you start trimming scotty it's only 20 times faster and there's a link here i didn't know ac infinity had these so have you ever used what guys this is one of these things I've seen them you turn the crank on the top and then these mm -hmm. fingers rotate around 
I'm curious how well they do, man. We were talking shit about, you know, machine trimming the other day. 20 times faster is uh, is pretty sweet. But, man, is it going to? These trichomes are fucking delicate. I have a little bit of weed right here, untrimmed weed. I mean, this is kind of how I like to trim, you know? Really gonna, delicate, not really touching the buds. Um, I know somebody in the DDC just picked one of these up from AC Infinity, so we'll get a report on it. Um, Definitely I, for cool. me, it's How volume too. I don't you. have enough volume of harvest to justify a machine, and I don't mind doing it myself. But man, yeah, once you're getting up there, um, but I did just have a buddy harvest uh, eight lights, and um, it was all by hand, and that's a lot of that was a lot of work to be done. Regardless, thanks for the oh another couple wait sorry another couple comments here. Hey, Spencer, just if you're buying the step up bit to try and work, we were talking about making holes for irrigation in any hydro system. Step up bits are very nice. Harbor yep. Freight has yep. one for $10 to $15 for a three pack. I'm kind of, no, there's a Harbor reason they give you to them in a three pack. Yeah, but seriously, you're not using them all day long. You're going to use it 12 times and then never use it again. That's what Harbor mm. Freight is good for, man. It's I so question like, Cause I'm all about like, if you could buy something and even if you pay three times as much for something, but it's going to last you your whole damn life instead of be a piece of shit, like a disposable tool. Guru, but, how's that apple going for you, man? Do getting huh. anything fucking repaired, even from a, you know, first tier company like Apple is just a pain in the ass these days, man. It is so. I currently it, have my MacBook pro and my phone getting fixed, but it's a disposable world. They give you no fucking choice, but when they're like, Oh, it's the, the lawnmower that I have. That's a year old is going to be $80 in parts to fix, you know, just cause the fucking shaft broke or you can go buy a new one for 130 bucks, you know? Oh, uh, just throw it away. Buy a new one. It's so fucked up, man. You know? <laughs> uh chronic harbor freight i used to have a harbor freight right by my house literally like five minutes maybe a 10 minute walk maybe a three minute drive if the light stays green and it was a fun stop it's one of those get real high i might need something from harbor freight just walk because they do have some interesting assortment of of things there but the harbor freight wood chipper gives me fucking nightmares (laughs) <laughs> i have one fuck you i bought Those one dude. give me fucking nightmares. you want to talk about uh harvest parties the last thing i would do was take the stems and get the harbor freight 99 plastic wood. it was very plastic i actually broke the plastic on the wood chipper i just don't trust concerning. those things where like if the blade breaks or something happens like it's only plastic that's gonna <laughs> stop it from coming out <laughs> you're gonna be you. fine all right but i would chip up all the stems into the wood chipper yeah, that's a, a good. Uh, that's a good. One. That's a good hack. Burn them if not. If you got a little backyard fire pit, you Bullshit. don't want all that going. Bullshit. They will smell it. like weed. Compost. <sighs> Compost. Get a worm bin. Get a chipper. Chip it up. Put it in the worm bin. Feed your worms. Well, I mean, mm. we don't have to go that crazy, but take the chips. And throw <laughs> I'm them just. Out. I'm going to start advocating <laughs> it pretty hard on the show. Everyone needs to get a worm bin. It is like, yeah. the, especially if you have a garden where it you're trimming cool. stuff out of it and like you can be self-sustaining and have free worm castings of the utmost quality all made from your cannabis garden. What's so the like, name of your worm bin again? It's an urban worm bag is what I have. It's like a flow through <laughs> one to re harvest it from the bottom. Um, and I, I love the thing. It's full of predatory mites and nematodes and just all, tons of good stuff in there. That sounds like it could be an insult. You urban worm bag. <laughs> one more comment here we're we're talking about i believe how many people listening do we think smoke 
on the last wake and bake. And this is chronic red eyes saying, I grow and hardly smoke here. Love growing, but don't have a lot of time to smoke. So I grow for fun and to help others. Wait, it doesn't take much time to smoke. You now, just if you incorporate don't smoke, it. I'm wondering what the red eye means. Chronic red eye. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, that's awesome, though. I think it's cool. Dude, it's such a good hobby, man. I don't eat psycho hot peppers, but uh, I will grow, you know, the reapers and stuff like that just for the fun of it, man. And then there's other people that appreciate them. What, um, when's the, do you typically on your daily, you don't really get red eyes from smoking, do you? Not at all. I was thinking about that a couple of days ago. Not at all anymore, man. Now, is that a tolerance thing or is that a quantity thing? I know we've seen you with red eyes at the DDC Cup. And you know, now that I think about it, it must be a quantity thing, man. Because you've walked out to me at the DGC Cup and gone, are you okay? <laughs> the DGC Cup, though, is its own like unique situation. Like my eyes don't ever get red smoking, don't normally. smoking either and joint. I smoke a lot of weed. But if you put me in a smoky room and it doesn't have to just be weed smoke, my eyes will get red and like now, a little teary. That doesn't mean I don't look stoned. <laughs> yeah, the meme generator tells me how stoned I look. Uh, another grower question here. Ceramic metal halide 630 or HLG 600 posted by Michigan FTW for the win. Yeah. All right. I love it. First off, shout out to Mighty Michigan. And then second off, uh, answer to the question is HLG 600 if you got the money. <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about it. It's super interesting because a lot of people think when you compare stuff, it's so easy to say this is 630 watt and this is 600 watt. Let me okay, do some narration here. Is a little more powerful. Yes, sir. Right, just sit down for the story. Well, currently using sativa, man. This is the glue I'm smoking, man. Currently using a 630 watt LEC ceramic metal halide for flowering. Very interested in LEDs, but I'm so confused about how an HLG 600 needs to be dimmed in a five by five tent, for example. Not all. That's not all the time. Um, uh, I just speaking from experience here. I have an HLG 650 in a five by five tent, and I have it dimmed to like. 55% and I have a full uh even canopy that is at 600 ppfd. So all right. So you, will you be turning it up at all for uh, bloom? Yes, yeah. in, in bloom I'll turn it up. Probably won't get much higher than 900 ppfd. Right. That. But you'll turn it up 33%, man. Yeah, uh I won't max that light out. And like full flower won't be maxing that light out. Nice. Uh so then why um, let's say I get an HLG 600, but it needs to be done to 50%. Why not just use an HLG 300 at 100%? Or am I missing something here? I'm very intrigued about LEDs and how efficient they can be um, and whatnot, but I'm hesitant to make the jump from my 630 ceramic metal halide to an HLG 600 or one of their other flagship lights. Shout out to Easy Days, the Z cultivars. They are about to do big things. Okay. Shout out. Shout out, um, Easy Days. So break it down, man. For one, if you have the ceramic metal halides, aren't bad lights. Cool spectrum. Seeing the dank growing under them. A lot uh, of 630 watt bulb. If you're replacing it as you should on the annual, that can uh, that can stack up a little bit. It's about a hundred over hundred bucks. Yeah. Um, and they, do they run hotter technically? Watts a watt on heat wise, right? Uh, watts a watt, but uh, it dissipates its heat its heat in a different way than an LED light will. Uh, it doesn't have, or uh, an LED is missing that infrared light that uh, is present in a light emitting ceramic and UV too. Um, 
So you can get uh, – it doesn't just radiate heat off the back of it like an LED does. It will actually uh, raise your leaf surface temperatures. You can feel the heat on the back of your hand, almost like the same type of heat uh, you would feel from a fire that's burning, like very directional heat and just uh, hitting stuff in the back. That's a good analogy when – Sorry. When I think about it, when I mean, when you back in the day when we ran HID HPS bulbs, definitely like holding your the closer your hand, hold your hand under the bulb in that hood. It's like getting warm quick. Where the LED heat sinks on the back of the light, and you yeah, good 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 point there. It's an easy way to explain to somebody the difference leaf surface temperature between LED and HID. And then looking at like his question about the HLG three hundred and having one of those in there, that's not going to be in full flower enough light um for a five by five tent uh the a 600 is going to be a much better and leds perform better uh and run uh cooler the more you dim them down too so it's much more uh not thinking about about it as a heat source and more just getting your environment and your light dialed in if you have access to like a pulse pro or some type of uh spectra radiometer to get light readings you can get really accurate uh with that dimming knob in uh, delivering the right amount of, of light to your plants and not overdoing it or underdoing it for the stage of growth that you're and in. And just we want, what is about five, about 600 PPFD max for uh, uh, vegetative? Yeah, like six, 600 max for vegetative, clones two to 400, uh, flowering up to 900 if you're not using CO2. When you start supplementing CO2, uh, you can raise those light levels a little bit if you have everything else dialed in. Does that have to do with the, excuse me, <clears throat> the DLI? The, the DLI, I know you, you, you've taught us, LED guru, that that's the amount of light that a plant can absorb during the day, the maximum amount. Yep, and that's, that's why, yeah, so if you have a more intense light, you can run it for less hours in the day at full bore and still get uh, the same growth from the plant. Because after a certain amount of light, Plant just stops using it anymore. Right. So is that what the, what, is that why you only go up to a certain like nine hundred ppfd? Uh, y- yes. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of dependent on plant material too that's in there. Um, but yeah, that's why you would only go up to like nine hundred ppfd because any more than that, and you're giving more DLI than most plants will need. It can be strain dependent. Sure. Some plants will just eat up sunshine. Um. But some it will have like a negative response to it. I know we've all seen it when like oh, in yeah. your two by four. When with the 360 in there, it was way too, too much, much light, light and it started uh, presenting itself as like a pH issue or some, some issue you with know. the roots, but it's, it's just light intensity that yep. does that. So Chad Westport, I just wanted to chime in in the comments. Thank hey, you. Hey, hang All on, this- man. I've been thinking about Chad Westport. I miss that guy, man. Note to you, man. We got to get him back on the show. So as I always recommend to buy more than you need, if it is an option. A light that you currently dim to 50% can be used in a larger area if you choose to expand in the future. But a light that runs at 100% isn't going to have the same ability to scale. So I do like that tip, man, as far as if you can. I mean, there's no harm in running these LED lights that you dim down um, versus, I don't even know, some HPS bulbs. Just just check. If you're trying to dim your HID lights, check that that's not... Some are dimmable, I believe, but yeah, potentially it's, be messing it's with It's possible. It. It's not doing good things to it or your ballast when you're doing it, so not very recommended. Another point that Chad did bring up that I forgot to mention is the distribution of points of source of light. So yep. with the light-emitting ceramic, I think the 630s are dual-ended, so we'll go ahead and say there's two points of source there. There's hundreds um, on these LED boards, and they're spread out really wide like over a four by four area for the 650 that I have. Um, so it, it 
it has way less shading in it, so you can get by with using less light because uh, you're getting more crossover light from the other lights. So nice, yeah. yeah nice. Having having the just distributed points of source of light way more evenly covering your canopy leads to a more evenly covered canopy and uh, more even distribution uh, in your buds at the end. Word to guru. I'm gonna Remember, shout I, out I have two. Before. I have two gurus in my phone. One is the LED guru. That was probably. Too. I should probably go through those. That's my old phone number. <laughs> uh, the I don't get how people like. I guess I do. I, the Rolling Stoner just changed her phone number to a local Colorado area code. Right. Um, I've had my number since like '03 or some shit or earlier. It's like, and I still have my you know my nine seven zero Colorado phone code up here in yeah. Canada. Plus, we have better phone plans in the U.S. Guys, just face the facts. Uh, oh, that really hurts me, man. But uh, <laughs> it's like, dude, when you can't carry your number with, I don't know, I guess I'm techn technologically challenged, but I, I like it. But then again, a lot of people think it's spam up here. I got to call people twice. They're like, 970, what the hell? Don't, don't tell dude that you can carry your number. Simmer down. Uh, oh, <laughs> not to Canada, regardless. Oh. Um, yeah. Put some hate on those phone spammers, man. They really discredited a lot of legit calls. I assume a lot of stuff is like, ah, it's probably spam. Ah, it's probably it's like somebody that needs help or some shit. Yeah, wait till it's a robot, man. An almost human sounding robot. So I was watching a YouTube <laughs> video. They had one of those. I'm wait, like, dude. This almost works, but it annoys the fuck out of me. Google Assistant has that already. It'll call and make a hair appointment for you if you wanted to. Yeah, but I'm talking like I was watching a video and it was narrated by obviously a robot, you know, AI or whatever. And it was about 80% there where I'm like, this, this, yeah, it's a robot. And every <laughs> fucking sentence you would say, you would like, it would remind you. My wife got one not to break down, but just to give in the other day. She was messing with him. She knew it was a, one of those calls and it ended up in him just being like, fine. You have a smelly, and I'm not going to say it. <laughs> yes. Yes. That is awesome. Guru's got a good one. My go-to recently is just as soon as I answer and hear that it's spam, just start speaking in Spanish. And they'll, get, they'll give up after like a minute. And then they won't oh. call you back. Oh, shit. Well, let's move on to Grow Talk here. Uh, we have more Grow Hack, more of the Grow Question, what's going on in our grows. But first, you need to pick up some recharge over at realgrowers.com or yeah. dot up your grow. Look at that. I got a new, new slogan, dot up your grow. Nice. Where's the jingle, man? Where's the jingles? We've got to come up with some jingles since I'm remembering the uh, toilets or sell one the other day. Um, right. Hey, we need jingles. Dot up your grow with grow dots. I dig it, man. I dig <laughs> it. It's so easy. So realgrowers.com uh, as well as dudesworld.ca. Up here in Canada, if you want to pick up some recharge or some fine iRegenetics, genetics, dudesworld.ca. The .ca makes it officially Canadian, guys. Um, and Amazon Prime, man. Just shout real growers recharge into the Amazon machine. <laughs> we sound aged. Right. <laughs> Are you shopping on the Amazon machine again? Yeah. Sure am. Uh, and dudegrows.com is a great resource. If you want some information, we have talked uh, great, great knowledge about microbes. I mean, Scotty, you've been passionate about microbes since you know, since they started them. making my grow idiot proof, man. Scotty proof. You know, they do, though. <laughs> I swear the best thing I've ever heard that somebody say, or I don't know, one of them was this one guy was complaining, a store owner was complaining. He goes, yeah, it just makes these shitty growers think they're good. Because <laughs> important, you know, it does forget, it does uh, cover up some some mistakes. I'll say, man, 
So it's yeah, it's amazing stuff. So I've been preaching about it ever since. Ever since I right found on. out about it. Uh, I'm gonna take you on over to a girl hack here by Sunny and Bactopia, titled "Oscillating Fan Lube." All right, so, I like where this is going. I'm about to. I'm about up to here with oscillating fan price, longevity, and irritating noise. You're I feel fucking you. Fucking right, man. They. I have. Last thing I yelled to Rowdy Rick was, "Hey, if you get a chance, would you mind running in and changing out this fan?" Because, dude, I've got one of those hydrophone. My room's less than a year old, isn't it, Guru? Uh, maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit more. Than a little a year bit more than the Hydrofarm fan that I got, whatever it is, the Hurricane brand from the store <laughs> is dead, man. It's dead already. Hundred bucks on the tubes. Well, hey, and I'm going to repair it for you, dude. Okay, I'm going to get the okay. parts and I'm going to repair it. Yes, you order the parts. <laughs> they probably laugh at you. You're like, "What are you trying to get a part for?" Metal gears, man. Buy fans with metal gears, and uh, they last a lot longer. Or just use a bicycle rim. Says I really do love air movement, though. Unfortunately, I'm sensitive to annoying noises and cannot deal with what sounds like dry plastic joints fighting to move all fucking day and night. I could that uh, that does. And what happens when they start breaking and they start clicking? And then that'll really <laughs> fucking drive you nuts, man. So what can I do? Is there anything I can lube it up with? I looked and never found the stuff they originally packed the joints with. Who's into fans? We got to have a plastic luber up on the DGC. I'm pretty sure I'm not the only one that would like to see an oscillating fan earn its salt for once. Earn its salt. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. You know what that is? You used to get paid in salt, man. Salary. Side salt note, lines. when one breaks, harvest all the parts that aid in movement. I have rebuilt many this way. Still, I am lacking the lube for this also. The little gem in the photo is a bike wheel that I made it into is. a pot. Nice, a pot rack. Now it's an oscillating fan box. When are yeah. we gonna go to the scrapyard together, Scotty, on mushrooms with Sunny and Bactopia? That would be a fun day. <laughs> that does sound good. I I would love to come and capture that on video. That would be yeah, let me know, let me know when we're doing it. <laughs> Um, wow. I can give you some advice because I bought a lot of fans in my life. And what do you got? Have, at the hangar, we've got commercial or industrial grade fans. They're instead of being 50 bucks, they'll be 300 bucks, 200. Yeah, 250, 300 bucks. But they'll fucking last forever, man. They're meant to be on all day, every day. Not too many of these fans yeah. are meant. They call it continuous use. When it's one of those yeah, investments that... Uh, yeah, you're buying it for a grow application, even though these, some of these grow fans are like, well, dude, we're buying them from distributors that sell grow fans said, but you got to go. Um, and, and this is a piece of grow equipment, spend the money on like the fan, the oscillating fan in my grow, every single piece of its metal. Just kidding. But the funny <laughs> side note here, Rasufa says, try some three in one household oil. So named Bactopia says, I don't know. That seems too easy. And I already have it in my toolbox. I fear they still or, make Crisco. Crisco <laughs> is a good oil. She's worried the three, the three in one oil will break down the remaining viscous, thick, weird shit they pack it with. And have you seen inside the fans? It's like, what kind of lubricant? It's got to be some type. I just, I would use, search up what's like a plastic grease. You know, you're not looking for a viscous, like a lubricant that's going to be running like the three in one household oil. Or and, that, or go to the gun store, get some gun lube. Or a little Vaseline mm. on it. Yeah. I think anything, like I have gun lube that's a spray, but I want some, you want something I think. No, thicker, not, like, not like the Hoppies number nine, like an, an actual like 
uh, lube, not a spray. Yeah. I don't know what the hell hoppies number nine is. That's but. like the, <laughs> nah, whatever. It's like, yeah. I showed my reminder. Virginian right there. Two, two, one, a tool that I haven't had for that long. Actually, maybe like six years now. I bought the smallest air compressor you can buy, I think, from Harbor Freight. And uh, as a grow tool, uh, cleaning out the, uh, the, the screens and the dehumidifier in the mini split AC. When you're taking apart every once in a while, you don't have to if it's running good. But take apart a fan. If you can, take off the blade, take off the backside where the motor is, see if there's any dust you can blow out. Maybe a part you can relube. Most times people don't take care of the shit um, and looking at it, as we've been saying, meant to be disposable. Oh, I figured it'd break in eight months. Throw up another one. Right. Yeah, that All is right. true. It is true. A little uh, air gun, a little little spray every now and again. Keep everything clean and healthy. Nice. Uncle Kippy Jones says you could use some lard. All right. Lard or wax. It's like my neighbor. You need to waterproof your gloves. Just rubbing in some bear lard. Yeah. So, a little bear lard. <laughs> Never hurt nobody, man. Uh, all right. That was great. Thanks, Sonny. And we have a, another question hey, also by Sonny. I want to congratulate you, Guru, for not saying KY Jelly or Astroglide the whole time. Y'all are maturing. It wouldn't work. It probably, a, I, it's actually what Chad Westport recommended to use. He said some type of silicone based lube, but. Oh, man. All right. Yeah, I went there. What can you do? Coconut oil, my friends. So ultra refined. Boys, you are, you are ultra refined, aren't you, man? You say it and do that. Boys sprouting up, showing off faster than girls. So I do not have a lot of seed experience. I've certainly grown 20 to 30 seeds in life, but no expert. I want to know if there's any science behind this statement I read about male seedlings. <clears throat> they have been accused of really robustly growing, trying to act all awesome and cool. Then, of course, you find out they're boys. Is there any truth to this growth spurt? It would make sense because the pollen would have a better luck dropping from a taller plant than blowing down. My thinking, like, interesting, my thinking, like, that gave much merit to whatever I was reading. And it has struck and has stuck with me. So I hesitate with seedlings and my opinion of them and their status until they grow. See, I love seedlings so far. I'm, I'm having a blast with them. Anyway, thank you. I do believe there is. I've seen growers say, they can walk into a room and do pretty good at, at picking out who's going to be a male or not without before any signs of the plant showing sex. Well, this is uh, just an example of plants and evolution and uh, self-selecting for uh, trying to get their progeny to succeed um, or their kids. Where uh, think about it, this is all about just physics and gravity. If a male plant grows shorter than other male plants, um, when it goes to flower, its pollen has less of an area that it's going to be able to get to uh, just because it starts off at a lower point where if it's a taller plant uh, and it drops its pollen and there's all the females are shorter than it and it's taller than the other males, its pollen is going to get further and pollinate more females. So its progeny is going to be more successful. Um, and then it's going to pass those traits on down and it's just going to happen like that. It's a good rule of thumb. Like if you pop a 12 pack of seeds and you see three of them are shooting way above the other ones. They're probably males, but not necessarily though. Uh, there's still some genetic variability in there. Some yeah. female plants just like to grow nice and tall. Uh, so you still, you wouldn't want to just throw those out. Uh, it's always a good practice to sex the stuff or you can send stuff off for sex text sex testing that's like sex texting he yeah. said man. i think like 15, <laughs> that is that is a thing i think like 15 or 20 bucks you can get a sex test done on a plant and it takes like 
it's as soon as there's leaf material on there, you cut a little piece of leaf off, send it to them. They let you know in a couple of days if it's male or female, and you're good to go. You can kill the ones you want to kill or not. <laughs> is that is that, that much money to do that? That's I'm I'm, cool. I'm pretty sure for just a sex test uh, <laughs> that it's like fifteen or twenty bucks. If you want a full like genomic sequencing right. of it, it's like one hundred and fifty or something like that. Maybe well, is that worth is that worth it, man? If I got a half a dozen seeds that popped. Uh, it depends on how valuable your time is to you. If you got the time to wait and, and the space to wait and see what is a male or what is a female, then by all means, like you can do sure. that and save the money. If time is of the essence to you and like you need to know within a couple of days, so you can call and grow out the ones you actually want to grow, then mm, maybe maybe like $80 on the sex test for four plants would be worth it. So it, it really just depends on how valuable your time right. and, and money is to you and if you have the time and the space to be able to uh, sex them the traditional way. Makes sense. How is, I was just thinking about like, how is, it's called sexting, I believe, right? They combine the two together. Like, how is that a thing where you're like, <laughs> oh, let it's me, true. like, you, just type it. You need both hands, man, to type. All right, you guys have a mis misconception. <laughs> Sexting is generally, like, images, sending pictures or videos <sighs> back and forth. Not like <sighs> not like phone sex. Interesting. All right. <laughs> See, hey, Wally P. Wally My P's sexting would here. be, hey, you should come on over. <laughs> <laughs> Wally P has a good comment. In my experience, that rule is good generalization about 70% of the time. Of the last 15 I've popped, two were faster growing girls and four have turned out to be boys, one of which was actually a slower or smaller stature male, as well as feminized seed that turned out to be a male. Interesting. That should not be happening. Very low percentage of chance typically to claim like 98% or something when you're using um, what colloidalized silver, what's it called? Colloidal silver or silver yeah. thiosulfate. Right. Done right, you should definitely uh, have uh, have females. But three of the four males were faster or ganglier growers, gangly, ganglier, and I believe sure. it's due to the males needing to be ready to drop their pollen by the time the girls are in their first few weeks of flower to ensure the healthiest seeds are produced. So here's another method. I like Rasta Jeff's sexting, sexting techniques. Oh, I'm just having fun with this today. I'd like Rasta Jeff's sexing techniques. <laughs> Either, he, he knows what to say, man. He just knows the right things to say, man. Maybe I could be a, a narrator for an audiobook that's like a romantic <laughs> novel. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. For those of you that came for the cannabis video today, this is about sexting. So... um so his techniques are either setting the seedlings themselves in a 12-12 or 11-13 lighting schedule, flowering lighting schedule, after the first three to four weeks from pushing out of the media, just until sex is determined, and then immediately switching back to a veg schedule, as they're still very young and haven't been set in one direction hormonally yet, and will more easily switch from one to the other. What do you think about that? I don't know. I always always thought uh, genetics are genetics, man. When that thing pops, it knows what it is. No, you're not going to change it. He's just saying when you go to that 12-12 light schedule. That for it's the same concept as like kids bounce back from stuff a lot easier than adults. Um, same, same concept. A young plant is able to better deal with the hormonal changes than a like fully sexually mature plant would be able to. So yeah, that Rasta Jeff is right. If you want to do that, that is an option. Taking cuts off of a plant and they don't even have to root yet and putting them in flower. 
Um, obviously labeling everything and keeping track of what plant came from what and seeing what uh, starts to show sex can work too. Well, Space Cowboy and Pack NW Dan both consider this is generally a, a true statement. So I'll let you know. I'll, I'll get into my grill to what I think about it. Thanks for the comments, guys. Rasufa, what's up? Sunny Sunny and Bechtopia, thank you for the uh, the grill question. Yes. She's excellent DGC. All right. When you say what's up, guys, I think you should consider saying guys and, and Bechtopia. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Ladies and gentlemen, that's very classy. All right. All right before our grows, I'm going to the pros list, dudegrows.com forward slash pros. This is where you can check out all the coupon codes if you're shopping for your grow. Checking out AC Infinity today, because I did just mention earlier, we are hooking up that 3 by 3 tent and fan for one of you lucky producers. But they had, it would cost to get into the game. We're promoting, hey, if you haven't done this, you're a new grower. The 2 by 4 tent, man, over there, 129 bucks for badass 2 by 4 tent to yeah, get you started. Awesome. Um, and they have a lot of other equipment as well. They have some lights. They have, I didn't even know they had the bowl trimmers going. And coupon code DUDE will work on everything at AC Infinity. Um, as well as you can go over if you are an Amazon shopper, you can check out AC Infinity over there as well. Because I know some people only shop on Amazon, um, or they, they just want to be use going them. for it, man. There's a ton of products that they have, and they're a pretty cool company. They say been very cool to us. They seem to get the DGC, and I dig their products. They're game changers. Uh, coupon code dude grows 15 over uh, AC Infinity on Amazon. I thought you were talking about Amazon for a minute. I'm like, no, no, I'm around. talking about the AC Infinity. <laughs> it's the 69 controller and uh, those super quiet fans. They got filters, you know, carbon filters. There's a lot of stuff that you had to go to. What was it? Hawthorne Group, the giant conglomerate. You know, you're kind of stuck buying canned fans and, you know, that kind of stuff. And it's really nice to at least have somebody else in the game, man. I agree. I agree with you. Uh, all right. But with the dollars, dogrows.com forward slash pros. Upgrade your grow. In our grows. Oh, in our grows. Are you still, are you, wait, you can't, are you still talking about real buckets, man? Is this every? Oh, <laughs> I fucking do. That's all I do, man. I screwed up. I used my wick, wasn't working, man. I actually screwed. I was using Perlite as okay. a wick, and dude, it just wasn't working. So. I had to pull the buckets apart, man. That's what I was thinking about just starting over. But I used a rock wool wick yesterday, and that shit works, man. Just a solid block of rock wool. I just took a cube. And I do think you're making fun of me now because it's a square block that goes in a round hole. I'm just like, yeah, what the, <laughs> what the fuck are you going to do, all right? What's the function of the wick to bring moisture from the res it's, into the it, media? Yeah, it actually sits in the water, and it wicks it up into the cocoa. And then the cocoa acts as a wick as well. You can use cocoa wicks. And that's what I'm saying. I might mess around and just start playing, uh, playing around with all sorts of different scenarios, different size, uh, you know, basically different size wicks or net pots and just different media. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what's up with your two by four? You said something earlier about not, I mean, are you, when are you going to have plants in your two by four tent? Cause we're supposed to be having a segment here comparing oh. our two by four grow styles. Okay. So when are you going to yeah. be actively growing in there? You think? I could do it tomorrow, man. <laughs> you know, I have uh, solo cups that are nicely rooted out. So I guess I could set up. And you're a little way ahead of me. Um, you can see it. You can see in my picture here, seeds planted, um, which is fine. This is about different growth styles. So I planted my seeds. I soaked my seeds 
and just plain water. Um, I have well water here, no chlorine or whatever for just a 24 hour period. I don't know why I like it. I feel like it's activating them a little bit. Um, and then I didn't wait for any of them to fully crack open or paper towel method. I'm like, I'm just going to plant these. Nature wants me just to plant these. I tried to plant them all. It's pointy side down, I believe, right? That's where you're, because when your leaf pops up, it's yep. going to hinge yep. that way. If you can, I mean, I, I'm sitting there like just, okay, that's not pointy side down. And after the second one, I was over it. I'm like, they're going to do like, sure. they're going to be okay. Sure. Uh, but you, and, so you just planted out, you didn't sprout them or you did pre-sprout them? Nope. I didn't pre-sprout them. Um, I didn't want to, I fear sometimes I get super busy doing stuff. And if you've got to be on top of keeping that paper towel moist and I've had periods where it's dried out a little bit. You got to keep on track and keeping that, uh, uh, those cups evenly moist, man. You know, yeah. And what I do for that inch dries out or that top half inch dries out, man, your seeds are screwed. Uh, they can handle it a little bit, but yeah, not long. And I do ha- use the squirt bottles, little hand squeeze squirt, squirt bottles. If you've seen them in like tattoo parlors, right. use them to rinse off. I forgot what they're called, but they squirt the finest little mess. It's a great way just to go across the top of these without worrying about overwatering or getting too much. Or when you pour on freshly, these seeds aren't planted that deep, right? I go as long as they're covered like a, maybe a quarter inch, not even. And when sometimes you water in with a bigger watering container, you'll displace your seed before it sprouts because that stream of water, you know. So that's why I like to water these rather gently. And you're right, you got to keep on top of it. And there's a dome on this usually. I took the dome off and the dome's keeping it about 82%. Okay, perfect. The dome yeah. isn't, I didn't see a dome on there. I'm like, yo, be careful. The dome keeps it at about almost 80 80 80 degrees 80 percent humidity which is cool great for seedlings for right now Perfect. um and you can see there's nine plants here i I have nine one gallon bags uh from rain science grow bags they look a bit bigger than if you're picturing a one gallon nursery pot um nursery pots usually they don't hold a gallon they're number one pots is what yeah they're these are bigger than the number wait i was gonna say you talk about big ag having their way how the fuck did they make a, a, a one gallon pot, like 0.6 gallons? Yeah. What, what uh, is that? That doesn't tell you there's something wrong with the way shit runs here, man. I don't know. And nine of them will fit in the tent. So I will be able to, if all nine seeds pop, grow nine. Uh, three of those are feminized uh, Raphael's. So I'll be good there. The other ones are not feminized. They're all regular photo periods. Um, so we'll see what happens doing some plant sexing, trying to, I haven't figured out my nutrition yet. I'm tempted. I'm tempted to run grow dots. Um, I know some other people have been asking, I can put this to you and guru. What about, you know, grow dots say they have a 30 day veg, veg time, veg feed. Is no, that what it 45. Is? They, they release 75% of their nitrogen. In so the first 45 days. What if you're a grower that goes to bloom within two weeks? You split, you know, two week veg time, or you'd say even three weeks. You know, am I going to have? Is that going to mess with how I get my nutrition? There's like a there's like a two week flip window in there, so you can get away with it after about four weeks. You can get away with it, and that's another reason why I'm going to mess around with the uh, uh, buckets again, or just new plants, whatever buckets, whatever. Play some, put some new plants in there, some new dots, because I have been playing around with flowering them early. And so far, I'm having pretty good results, man. Guru, you seen uh, uh, that super lemon haze I just showed you? It's looking pretty good. It is looking, looking pretty great, good, man. Yeah. So, uh, I've been playing with these things for about what eight months or so now, somewhere around there. 
Okay. I guess it was way before summer. I mean, yes, you have to keep using them for product research. I'm tempted to not use them because it's like, okay, makes it kind of boring. We've both got dots. I don't know, but I have to have an easy nutrition plan because I will have somebody caring for the garden, which is going to be daily in waters. I don't know. It might even be like, okay, you got to water once in the morning and you got to once once at night, you know, getting rooted out in these one gal bags. Right. Um, so regardless, I have a few options. I'm not trying to, I have nothing against the dots by any means, but um, I'm not exactly sure what will be running for nutrition yet. So stay tuned for that. And then I just got a bunch more, man, seeds came in guys. Shout out to Kuz Moss. You have to figure out getting some of these out to the DGC up here in, in Canada. Cause I don't send seeds over the border, nothing against the American DGC. Um, but there's always plenty of ways to get seeds on the dude grow show guys. But I got, bunch i got sour diesel cross with latte larry sour diesel feminized what's up sour diesel feminized cuts so these are some of the just kuzmas did and i think it's really cool to get seeds that the dgc have bred out to other Absolutely. people you know Absolutely. growing their shit this is what the community is all about so stay tuned for that um i'll try and get a hold of some of you guys over on patreon but when I'm getting all these seeds, I'm like, shit, man, like I want to grow more. And this is going to be my last grow in the two by four because it's going to get too hot in my upstairs to do this in the summer. Um, and it's like, I don't know, in my studio here now, it's like I got grow space behind me, but it's not that tall. You can see there's a window there, so I can't really go. You know, I don't want to block off that window. It's ambiance. Um, ambiance. So, I like that. And then you like you. got the window there? Ambiance. <laughs> You grow, I could potentially set up another grow in my garage. I don't want to be a little baby here, but I sometimes I don't, don't like going out to the garage. Like I want to grow in the house with me, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. I've got that, whatever it is, you know, 50 steps to my back uh, pole barn. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, all right. I don't want to go out there, man. It's 1130 to like shut off at midnight. I'm like, all right, I'll go. Our Ew, guest bedroom, our guest puddle bedroom would be fabulous because it has its own bathroom and everything but then that's like okay tell uh nana she's sleeping with the kids or something i guess but hey, uh, come on you below put a little two by four in there you have it go on <laughs> during the day two by four in the bedroom where my mother-in-law sleeps okay i know her she's pretty cool <laughs> man she needs to loosen up to start her with it's just smell really sensitivity yeah. everybody's different with it for sure i mean i have right now i am in my uh, update on my drying Shit, it's been at least eight days now, and I haven't, I didn't even go in to look. I have a little drying chamber right here, which is like an area that is under my stairs. And I was like, I'm gonna go check the, I'm gonna put a hygrometer in there, and make sure everything's good. 62 degrees, 62% humidity. Wow. I was so stoked when I saw that. I'm like, so awesome. <laughs> Wait, you it's, should get an ozone generator for your mother in law's room because that'll make her just not able to smell anything. Uh, I'll say this doesn't, this doesn't sound seem healthy. It's not. Past two houses I've lived at, though, luckily I've had spaces where that was cool enough to, to be able to dry and cure. I know we have some GGC like in Arizona, for example, right. places where they just don't have a place, which would be very frustrating after the work you put in and you want to smell that dank, you know? Two by four tent for 139 bucks. Sometimes, yeah, but also HVAC. But tenant, you, might, you, you might have to have an AC depending on where you live. Two by four tent in a climate controlled room. You know yes. what I'm saying? Like, it, yes, it's a, in a Phoenix. 60 some degree room. Yeah. <clears throat> they have uh, the air conditioners in Phoenix. There's nobody that lives in Phoenix and doesn't have an air conditioner. <laughs> What's up with uh, Guru's got a little video of his grow here. What's going on? Yeah, I do. Wow. Look at that. And by the way, Guru, thank you. I'm very proud. I got you here. Check it Guru's out. proud. Man. Here, I'll put it up on here. Let me go ahead and click play. This is just a quick 
Quick little video See? shot this morning. Guru works for real growers. He starts with the roots. Gotta show the roots, man. And those rain science grow bags Fucking just nice, blow man. out roots. Dude, roots popping right out all over the place. Nice. How it's supposed to look, yo. Yep, and just finished filling out that canopy in the grower scrog net. Gonna flip to flower Ooh. like when I get home tonight. Yeah. Um, and yeah, should be able to blow this up, set it a second net in like 10 days and that light is ape shit, man. Oh, holy <laughs> shit! It covers it's like even coverage almost the entire canopy. Uh, it's really cool, and I'm just, I think we talked about another show. Switch to Canna, just where right. uh, being able to keep a reservoir for like a week is really nice compared to I was running BioBiz and yeah. having having to mix up nutrients at, at the time I needed it, every time I needed it, and that. Uh, it was just too much time for me. It's so. a lifestyle thing too, man. If you want to go away for the weekend, and just like you were talking, you have to have somebody watch your plants. Yep. And I've got uh so just in the future coming up in the grow, got a irrigation system from Hydrolock um that I'm gonna be installing. It's just some sure. pretty pretty simple plumbing. Automated watering though, right? Yep, automated watering, gonna run that off of the Niwa. Um, to where I, at that point I would be able to, I've talked about it a lot, the crop steering I want to play around right. with automated irrigation is like completely necessary to be able to do that. And I've been waiting on one on back order to get sent to me, but it should be here over the weekend. So you I'm steer that crop, boy. pretty excited for that. I'm going to steer the shit out of that crop <laughs> <laughs> right but into his, right into a joint. I think the most important part there is you can go away for three or four days and you don't, man, I have a camera in my grow. I check in on it periodically and which doesn't tell you anything other than your plants are wilted or not. Yes. Like you can't see not. spider mites or deficiencies or I'm not no, talking but leaving you, for three weeks. You I'm could get a you, to... you could get a camera and put it onto the reservoir if you didn't already have uh, float valves to keep your reservoirs filled for you. But have it to where like you look at your camera and be like, oh, reservoir needs to be filled, and then use another smart Wi-Fi pump to turn ah, that's on. Awesome. To turn on your pump to fill up your reservoir. Mine's all automated. If my res needs to be filled, it means something's clogged. Float valve is clogged. That's the only moving part I've got. Run on. I like it. I like it. Uh, tell me what a great hydro store out there is slinging some recharge. Hey, I want to talk about the giant hydro giant in Warren, Michigan. Um, those guys have been with us forever. One of our first accounts, man. I always uh, have a special place in my heart for some of the early adopters, man. The early supporters. Hydro giant. Yes. One giant. to ten store. I'm going to give it a five. I'll just throw. I just I like to rate the store names. That's all. It's not, it's okay. Well, remember Five's back okay. in the day, it was just kind of like you had to have hydro in the name if you're, you know, if you're an OG. <laughs> you know that was the code. You know. Yes, you did have to have uh, hydro in the name to degree hydroponics. Okay, yeah, you mean you weed? Know. You're talking weed, right? <laughs> oh yeah, we're talking weed. I mean tomatoes, tomatoes, Jamaican tomatoes. Uh, if you guys had a good time, dogrows.com forward slash support. Thank you, DTC Producers. That's why we shout you out every show, producing the show, making it happen. I'm going to start it off with, uh, I got I got three. I got, I'm going to start off with Roach, Crotchkiller69, and uh, let's go, Brandon. Yeah, that's his name. He, 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 that's his chosen DTC name. So be it. So be it. Who do you got, Scotty? Johnny, Johnny Potseed and Slaytanic Jim. What about uh what about Crotch Killer 69? <laughs> <laughs> sure, probably probably wouldn't party with him. 
What do I make? What? <laughs> don't want to, don't want to offend him or anything like that. Oh, I what think is going I'm on? At, Are I these think... real? Is, is uh, yes. JR Token just fucking with us today or what, man? No, these are these are DGC. I've been talking with over on on, on Patreon, man. Crash for sixty nine. What's up? And no lark. No lark. I'm telling you, these sound like names from like, Lord of the Rings, don't they? <laughs> Who you got, man? Because this is oh, a good I'm one. Sorry. I'm sorry. TP Weed. TP Weed. All right. Yeah. Like Which these are fucking with us. They're fucking with us. Hung like a tricone. <laughs> these are all coincidentally put together, my friend. For real. This is why it's okay. good. Okay. Uh, what's up, the Jeff Sessions? <laughs> and nice. Gore. Gore Gross. Don't, for, don't forget about Big Jake in the middle. Make Jake right. in the mittens, sir. Thank you all for the support. And thanks yes. for making us laugh. We all are producers. producers. Fist bump. Absolutely. All right, stay higher, everybody. Till next show, we're coming at you. Hey, take it easy. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And when the boss says to take a little break, that means we're lighting up a dude.